0: WCBS Morning News Roundup. Adams lobbies for
2: changes to bail reform following a woman's murder. He should not have been on the streets. I'm
3: Sean Adams on the Lower East Side. 1430 city workers choose principal over paychecks, out of work over vaccines.
0: And now Novak Djokovic says he will skip any grand slam that requires vaccination.
3: We'll dip into the archives for our WCBS News Radio 88 Seconds and Sound.
0: It is Tuesday, February 15th. Good morning. I'm Wayne
3: Cabot. Good morning. I'm Paul Bernane. Single digit cold in some of the suburbs this morning morning, sunny 32 for the high today, says Craig Allen.
0: Mayor Adams is using what he calls the horrific stalking and murder of a Chinatown resident to push for changes in bail reform. He took his anger to Albany yesterday, and he said he is angry. To make a plea to state lawmakers, and Sean Adams joins us now from Christie Street. Sean, good morning. What is the mayor asking, and what about this crime makes his case?
2: Mayor Adams wants 2019 bail reform reworked, and he's pointing to this stalking case, the stabbing murder of Christina Yuna Lee, 25-year-old Asimod Nash, the homeless man accused of butchering Lee in her Christie Street apartment. He had a history of misdemeanor offenses. He had three open cases, including a charge of assault. He's a poster person for a failing system that creates crises with a downstream mindset. We need to really examine what happened here. He should not have been on the streets. Nash is charged with murder. Police believe he intended to rob and sexually assault Lee after he followed her into her apartment early Sunday morning. Adams was in Albany lobbying
3: lawmakers for change. He says he's optimistic. Paul, Wayne. Sean, are lawmakers receptive to the mayor's idea of toughening the bail laws?
2: Top lawmakers are listening, but so far they have not uh, been willing to alter bail reform. Uh, When it was enacted in 2019, the the intention was to prevent people with limited means from being kept in jail while waiting for trial for nonviolent crimes. Uh, Critics, uh, though... They say that the reform also stripped judges of uh, discretion, of the ability to determine if a person poses a threat so their hands are tied. And because of that, what we're seeing now is repeat offenders slipping through the cracks, getting out on the streets and
0: committing more crimes. Sean, the mayor's office says that the number of workers fired for not getting two shots of COVID vaccine amounts to 1,430 city employees. Given the huge size of the municipal workforce, it's really a small percentage. Less than 1%.
3: The world's most infamous anti-vaxxer is doubling down this morning. Brad Heller joins us now with the update on Novak Djokovic. Brad.
0: Yeah, Paul. Novak Djokovic says he will skip future tournaments, including the French Open in Wimbledon, if they require him to be vaccinated. He sat down with the BBC in his first interview since being deported from Australia. The world's number one tennis player said he was never against vaccination, but he's always supported the freedom to choose what he puts in his body. More important than Grand Slam titles, Djokovic says it is the price he's willing to pay. He did not play in the Australian Open, of course. Rafael Nadal won, and in that tournament, Nadal uh, won his 21st Grand Slam titles. so Djokovic is one behind. We will see what happens. The French Open... Is in May. Things could change with vaccine requirements. Wimbledon is lit later in June, and the U.S. Open. The U.S. Tennis Association, which runs the U.S. Open, has said it'll follow government rules on vaccination status. Brad, thank you. There is a Connecticut compromise on mask rules in schools. The Senate President wanted to keep the mandate going, but decided to defer to Governor Ned Lamont and unmask students in less than two weeks. Schools will still have the option of requiring masks. State Senator Martin Looney says that while we're all hoping the pandemic is ending, no one can say just yet.
2: And it would be, I think, irresponsible to mislead the public that we are, uh, that we know for a fact that it will be. But I think we have to be ready for whatever comes, uh, hopeful
3: but prepared.
0: Lawmakers voted to let the governor keep his emergency powers, which allows the
3: state to collect millions in federal dollars. New Jersey lawmakers want a special committee with subpoena power to investigate thousands of COVID deaths at nursing homes.
1: Democratic Senator Nia Gill and Republican Senator Joe Panaccio's bill would create the New Jersey Nursing Home Pandemic Response Investigation Committee. Governor Phil Murphy was asked about it on Monday.
0: We're going to do that, uh, Democrat, Republican, uh, Independent, whatever it is. We're going to have a full. Accounting of everything as it relates to this pandemic. That's something we've said from the get go.
1: NJ Advanced Media reports Senate President Nicholas Scutari and Health Committee Chair Senator Joseph Vitale are not supportive of the idea. In New Jersey, Kristy Kalishian, WCBS News Radio 880.
0: Let's go to the WCBS Weather Center and Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen is here on yet another very cold winter morning.
2: Very cold. It's not the wind that's doing it too much this time. I mean, yes, there is a bit of a breeze and the wind chills are are close to zero in many spots, but it's the actual temperatures, too, that are in the single digits to near 10 in many of the suburbs. So mostly sunny for today, but... It is going to warm up a little bit. We should be able to get close to freezing by this afternoon. A clear sky tonight, not quite as cold. Lows in the upper 20s in the city, 16 to 22 in the suburbs. So we're pulling out of this cold snap and it will be mostly sunny and much, much milder Wednesday, 44 to 48 and even warmer on Thursday with highs uh, close to 60 degrees on Thursday. But the wind picks up and uh, it's going to get very wet, very rainy for late Thursday and on into Thursday night. 17 right now with the northwesterly breeze at 5. Today's
3: high up uh, around freezing. All right, Craig. Speaking of numbers, sports betting is huge for New York State in the first month allowing it. Governor Hochul's office says New York generated more than $70 million in tax revenue from nearly $2 billion in wagers during the first 30 days of mobile sports betting. That puts New York ahead of New Jersey just a month in. New York, by the way, has a tax rate of 51% on gambling profits.
0: Governor Hochul has begun an office on disabilities to help people coming back from military service. They return either with physical or psychological disabilities that we as a nation are responsible for helping them heal from. That is our obligation as fellow Americans. And we need to make sure that we're providing housing for uh, veterans and and more uh,
1: supportive services as well as employment for our veterans with disabilities as well. They have unique needs. They've been through a unique experience. And we need to recognize that.
3: And she has
0: appointed Kimberly Hill as New York State's first chief disability officer.
3: One of Hochul's challengers in the governor's race, Long Island Congressman Tom Swasey, says he is opposed to Hochul's bill to change zoning laws to allow apartments in single-family homes. She wants to let people make apartments out of converted basements, garages, or attics. Swazi says the state has no business telling towns how to zone homes.
0: You can always stream WCBS News Radio eight eighty on the Odyssey app. Plus, get great music channels. How about us, Paul? How about us, huh? Like black voices and inspiration. That's Odyssey's Black History Month tribute to incredible black artists: uh, Prince, Janet Jackson, Stevie Wonder. Now you've had enough.
3: Enough of that, yeah. I'm getting very mellow with this. I feel like <laughs> we got adult contemporary on us. Is this better? smoky action it's great check out black voices and inspiration it's on the odyssey app and you can find wcbs eight eighty right now we're streaming on your smartphone check out all our news our sports and our podcast they're all right there and we like being with you it
0: is the morning news roundup on tuesday good morning i'm wayne Cabot,
3: and i'm paul bernane with your three things to know this morning
0: First, a father whose son was murdered in the high school massacre in Parkland, Florida, used the fourth anniversary yesterday to climb a 15-story crane across from the White House to blast President Joe Biden. Manuel Oliver says that Biden has not made good on a campaign promise to address gun violence.
3: Number two, an accounting firm cuts ties with former President Trump, saying it could no longer stand behind years of annual financial statements.
0: Third thing to know, Craig Allen says this appears to be the worst of our winter cold. Statistically speaking, we are now transitioning toward spring.
3: Up now are 88 seconds in sound on WCBS for this date, February 15th. Listen up.
0: I want to talk about the biggest and the most important story in the world. 2020, China tells people returning from Beijing after the Lunar New Year to self-quarantine as U.S. Senator Tom Cotton tries to alert America to what might follow. The coronavirus could result in a global pandemic. 2019, Donald Trump declares an emergency on the border.
3: They say walls don't work. Walls work 100 percent.
0: At Rikers Island, 2014, mentally ill veteran Jerome Murdo dies in a 101 degree he cell,
1: basically baked to death. Murdo was locked up a week earlier on a misdemeanor trespassing arrest and couldn't pay the $2,500 bail. Jim Smith, WCBS News Radio 880.
0: 2013, Presidential Citizens Medal goes to the six Newtown adults who died in the Connecticut school shooting.
1: They could have taken shelter by
0: themselves. They could have focused on their own safety, but they didn't. They gave their lives to protect the
3: precious children in their care. In
0: 2006, Vice President
1: was involved.
3: Dick
0: Cheney accepted blame for his accidental shooting of his hunting companion. terrible accident. Harry Whittington. My family and I are deeply sorry. But it was Whittington who would apologize. For all that Vice President Cheney and his family have had to go through. Fans come to their feet. 2004, Dale 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 Jr. wins Daytona. They knew. In 1978, down goes Ali.
3: Has
2: won the heavyweight championship of the world. Incredible.
0: Honey, now. The 2016 Grammy Song of the Year goes to Ed Sheeran, Thinking Out Loud. This is February
3: 15th. That song is, what, six years old already? Man? I know. Isn't that. Thanks it make, for
0: making me feel even older than I am. The
3: March of Time, isn't it? Hey, maybe coal isn't dead after all. A new report says commercial banks in six nations, including here in the U.S., invested $1.5 trillion in the coal industry between January of 2019 and last November. And they say that Citigroup and Barclays are among the big investors in coaling operations and power plants in places like Japan.
0: That's the WCBS Morning News Roundup on Tuesday. Good to have you with us